0: What's up, everybody? My name is Jeremy Duran, and this is the No Holds Podcast. Man, this is going to be an awesome time tonight. i got my good friend, Pastor Chris DeLay. i also got another good friend of mine, Thomas Yoakum. What's up, guys? What's, What's up? up? You excited?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You ready? Oh, yeah. Yes. You scared? Nervous? I'm very nervous, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I never know what kind of questions Jeremy's going to ask. Yeah,
0: no, it's going to be good, man. It's it's going to be fun. Um I love the way this setting was last time. I don't know if y'all watched the last one, but uh, I thought it was very good. Um, but
1: uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself, Chris. Um, well, I don't introduce myself as Pastor Chris, um, but that that is what I do. Um, pastor is not who I am, but it is what I do. And uh, I'm married. Been married for three years to my beautiful wife, Gabby. Met her at Bible College. Um, we met in 2017 and uh yeah we got we don't have any kids we got three dogs and that's enough for us right now any on the way no no <laughs> none on the way and i'm okay with that um but yeah uh there's a little bit more about myself i guess um you know i've been a christian my whole life god changed my life on a missions trip to el salvador in uh, 2014 and uh since then um, man, I've been chasing after God ever since, um, with no holds, just like a podcast. You know, holding nothing back. And uh, it is since since I made that decision to start actually chasing God instead of just going with the flow with God, um, my life has been so full of happiness, full of joy. Um, I've seen so much blessing from being faithful to God because He's so faithful to me. And so I'm just man, I'm just thankful and. Because of my relationship with God, I'm able to, like, I, you guys, like, are a part of that because yeah. you were my youth leader um, in, in high school and stuff and made a big impact on my life. You know, Thomas for a long time. Long time <laughs> long, basically family, like, um, yeah. so, man, and, and God's just so good, and he's been with me the whole, whole every step of the way, whether I was on track or not, he, he never left me. And um, so, yeah, I, I was just so good, I... I it's, it's not even about me. It's definitely about God. and That's, yeah. that's what I want. My no, life man. is a, on my tombstone. I wanted to say he, he chased after God with everything he had. And, that's good. Yeah. That was actually a question I was going
0: to ask later. Oh, on. good. See, there's my answer. There you go. <laughs> love it.
1: Love it, man. What about you, Thomas?
2: Tell us a
0: little bit about yourself.
2: My name is Thomas. I'm 31 years old. I'm an insurance agent here in town. Uh, I've always been a part of ministry in some sense or like some way. Uh, I have a lot of friends that are pastors and youth pastors, and uh, yeah, I don't don't know what to say. (laughs) I never know what to say when they ask me to say something about myself. Uh, You're a good guy. I love Love people. uh, I'm very outgoing. I have no kids, I'm not married. I have a roommate that's like a child though, so I help raise him. (laughs) not oh, married single yeah
0: did you all hear that Gosh. ladies
2: <laughs> are you looking not in seminole <laughs> okay okay So if you're in seminole you're out yeah, that's yeah all all right. don't even try <laughs> yeah. <You know?
0: laughs> yeah man no that's awesome and like, I've, yeah i've known you guys for a long time and it's just been an amazing friendship that i've had with both you you know and i love it i love seeing you guys grow like you said i've you Seeing you grow from you is just, and with Thomas, I don't even know how long I've known you, but I know you. You and Ben used to prank my house. <laughs> like and, 2008, I think. Yeah, it was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys got pranked, but not even that. Okay, if you decide to mess with Thomas, just don't, just, just don't, don't do work. it. Just don't, <laughs> just don't do it, it's because he will get you back in the worst, worst way. Yeah. So, yeah. don't do it. <laughs> All right, man. I got some questions for y'all. Um, of course, you already answered this. Is how would you want your loved ones to remember you?
1: Yeah, like I said, like on my tombstone, I wanted to say that chase after God with everything that I had. Um, so I want, you know, that coming up to be my legacy is that every step of the way I was chasing God you know, chasing after the things of God and, and giving as many people to come with me as possible. Um, and, you know, it's not about, not about me. That, yeah. was, that was a hard lesson to learn a long time ago. I, I played basketball in college, and uh, I learned quickly that it is not all about me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. man, whenever I learned that lesson, a lot of things started opening up for me, Man, it gave me a lot of perspective. Like, it's so much better. Just like Jesus, Jesus came to, to serve, not to be served. Yeah, and it is so. It, life is so much more fulfilling whenever you're serving something, when you're serving a purpose, serving God. Like it, it, it's, and it's not about you. Like yeah, you can't do it all yourself. And so don't try. It's it's, it's fleeting. It's it like you know what I mean. Like it's just, it's worthless. Yeah, in, in a sense, you know, because at the end of the day, it's empty. You know, at the at the end of the bottle, you know, it. You just have an empty bottle. You know, after you pour it out all you've given, if you're not getting filled back up, you know, with purpose, with, with life that, that God can give, and man, it's just empty, you know, and it, that breaks my heart that, to see people that that are doing that kind of thing, like, you know, chasing something that, whatever, and so, yeah, I just, that's what I want to be remembered as, that I was chasing God with everything that I have. So,
2: yeah. What about you, Thomas? Um, that I love God, but I also love people, yeah. um. I would want to be remembered as somebody that, I don't know, I don't want to be remembered as somebody that carried a legacy of love, I guess, mm-hmm. just like uh, wherever I went, whatever I was doing, that I was I was nice, that I loved people, that I uh, cared about people, and that I kind of left nobody behind. Yeah. Heck yeah,
0: man. Those are some awesome answers. I love it. What is the best advice you've ever received? Uh, we'll start with Thomas.
2: I don't know. The top of my head. <laughs> no, I'll circle back. Oh man, um, circle back. <laughs> <laughs> That's, okay, we're back. <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: gosh. Uh, no, uh, if you can't think of one, I'll, uh, okay.
1: Here's another one. What is the worst advice you've ever received? See. Oh man. I would, too. see. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say it was like somebody sat me down and said, "Let me give you some advice." But it's more um, the the worst advice being like um, it doesn't matter, so who cares? Like that that kind of mentality of like it's uh, like God is worthless. What you're you're spending your time on is worthless. That kind of thing. Um, Like the question why is a big thing for me. Like. to just question everything um, for the sense of questioning it rather than for the sense of learning Um, like that kind of mentality is where like that's just I was around some stuff like that and it's just, man it'll take you down the wrong road so fast and then you get tore up by it so. Yeah, that's true.
2: That's good. That's real good. Um, I think I always hate hearing uh, Like, people are going to let you down. And, like, you should be looking for that. I think, uh, growing up, I heard that a lot. Like, people would tell me that. Oh, well, they let you down, but that's... People are going to let you down, so just expect that. And Mm. I feel like if you... I don't know. For me, growing up, it put me in a spot where, like, I would look towards the bad things of people rather than... And expect to be let down rather than just to see people for they are and to see the potential Oh yeah. yeah, yes sir, that's good,
0: It's
1: real good. So what did you think, any kind of good advice yet? Man, good advice, um,
2: <laughs> circle back. <laughs> <laughs> I've, heard, I've had a lot of good advice, yeah. but it's hard to just think of just like one good one. Alright, that's okay, yeah. well here's this. What about,
0: if you can go back and talk to your teenage self, what advice would you give him?
1: Um man, for, for me, um, what I would tell myself is don't be a punk. Like, man, like I said, uh, <laughs> it was it was a it was a good lesson to learn about um you know, Jesus came to serve my to be served, So like just humbling. Mm. You know, you just stay humble. Like I was so prideful and like so arrogant and that was that was a battle that I'm still dealing with, like you know, so yeah you, you ain't as cool as you you think you are uh, that's what i would tell myself you know you, you ain't all that <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah that's good to, to realize that though. that's yeah.
0: this
2: i think for me as a teenager i always wanted to fit in uh, i was the only black guy in my grade i was one of like six in my school so like i'd always compare myself to other people or like uh, i'd always try as hard as i could to fit in but I would go back in time and tell myself as a teenager not to just, that it's great to be different. There's yeah. actually, uh, it actually makes you stand out in a good way to be different. Yeah. So I would tell myself just to quit comparing myself to everybody else. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, for that's sure. I'd, yeah. I'd say
1: the same thing. Cause I, I used to compare myself a lot too, and so it's
2: good. It's good. I'd say the same thing.
0: Are you at peace when you don't get what you want?
2: Depends on what it is. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. <heck> yeah. No.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that's I, the question I heard.
1: Depends on what it is. I depends guess. on what it is. Yeah. Like, if I don't get a Dr Pepper, man, I, I'm not a piece. <laughs> 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 <You
0: know. laughs> no, it is a question I heard today, and I was like, man, uh, that's true. Because sometimes it's like, do I need
1: the stuff that I want all the time? Like. Okay, yeah, I think I, I can be fine with that. Yeah, well, when you think of like, you kind of got to ask yourself at the same time. You should kind of ask yourself the question: What is peace? You know, what does peace mean to you? Then? Yeah. Because, like I said, like if a doctor Pepper brings me peace, like that's some shallow he's, peace. Yeah, yeah you know be that. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, and Jesus yeah. being the Prince of Peace. You know, if you yeah. have Jesus, then you should always be at peace. Yeah. There you, go. you know, so it's not what you have or don't have. It's a, you know it's if you have we don't have Jesus <laughs> you know it's Man. him being the Prince of Peace. So. Okay,
0: I like that. What is the biggest risk you have ever taken?
1: Either one, yeah. You know, I don't matter who goes first. Um, I think for me, just off the top of my head, um, the biggest risk for me was choosing to go to Bible college out of high school, um, and that doesn't seem like a huge risk, but at the time, um, like I said, part of my testimony, I uh, went on a mission trip right before my senior year in 2014, and um, at the time, I was really trying to get a basketball scholarship to go play in college, and I had a couple really small, like, NAIA schools looking at me, and that's what I thought I wanted to do. I thought, you know, you know, God gave me this, this skill and desire to play basketball, and that's what I need to do with my life, and then I'm going to, you know, get a degree. And uh, going into a career, and you know, and that's what God has for my life. And I was happy with that. And, you know, I was somewhat content with that. All the time knowing what God really had for me, I was just kind of running away from that. Um, mm. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, that's good. It, because you're you're good at basketball. You won a
1: national championship.
0: Yeah. In, in Bible college, right? So,
1: yeah. So, yeah. So, going to Rayma, it was like, it was just the, it wasn't normal. So, like, my my coach at the time, um, he he was awesome, best coach I ever had. And he was just like, really? Like, you want to go? And even whenever I decided to go to Rainbow, I wasn't going to Rainbow to play basketball. I didn't even know they had a team at the time um, for for a few months whenever I had made that decision. And so I was going to go to Rainbow. I was going to give up basketball for that. Thank God, you know, they had a team and we ended up winning a national championship and stuff. And so that was awesome. But, you know, that... That was probably the biggest risk. But from that risk has come the greatest reward, yeah. um, me right. being here in Seminole. And even at the time, I was just like, I don't want to go to Seminole. I don't want to go back to Seminole. Um, but, man, I am so happy. And you'll never be as happy. You're, you'll be your happiest in the perfect will of God. That's where you will be your happiest. And that, that's where I'm at. Like um, Because I, just my, just a continual yes to God is that's that's what god's looking for is just you being faithful to him faithful to be led by him and, you know his holy spirit and the word and um so yeah I, like i said it's not necessarily about the risk but it's it's about the reward yeah you know what's on the because with god it's never a risk whenever yeah. you're being led by god it's not a risk it may seem like it in the natural mm-hmm. but really it's it's his plan it's there's blessing there there's you know there's great things on the other side of that yeah and right. uh just takes that obedience to, to
2: walk that out. Yes, sir. Amen to that. That's good. That's real good. Thank you, Thomas. My 20s, I feel like we're full of risks, <laughs> uh, especially. Uh, oh, I moved to Tulsa. I didn't want to go to Bible school at all. Then the Lord told me to go there. Uh, but then after Bible school, I moved to Georgia for a year and a half and helped one of my, one of my best friends start a church there. Um, it didn't really work out that well for me. <laughs> so then I ended up moving back to Seminole with kind of nothing. Uh, I had no vehicle, like I didn't really exactly know where I was going to stay. Uh, I ended up moving back in with my parents here, the Powers. Uh, and you know, I don't know, there's there's a lot of risks I've taken. Some have been really good and some have paid off and some have not been good. but I think either way, I'm glad that I took those risks. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like living in a small town; it c- it gets very kind of like you get complacent here mm-hmm. very easily, and I always just appreciate the people that that take the risk, whether it could be good or bad. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's a learning experience either way. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. That's some, that's some good stuff too. Love it.
0: Alright, you gotta choose one, and you gotta tell me why. If you had a choice in your life, would you go back five years into the past, five years into the future, or stay where you're at right now? You gotta choose one, and you gotta tell
2: me why. Stay where I'm at. Stay where you're at? Yeah. Why is that? I don't wanna go back to the past, because I don't see the point in that really. Uh, I mean, unless you're memorizing Lotto numbers, then <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> that would help you out. Yeah, but so, you know, that's a good answer, right there. I'm already, I've already lived my past, so yeah. I don't want to go relive right, it. Right. Okay. No, that's and good. I'm excited for my future, but I wouldn't want to rush it. Yeah.
1: yeah for sure. You know, same thing. Yeah, same thing. I'm, I'm really happy with where I'm at. Yeah. Um, even though, like, like you said, you know, I've already lived my past. You know, even if I was gonna make some changes and stuff well those changes would redirect you know my future in a sense you know mm-hmm. I wouldn't just relive everything that I did if I went to the past you know so it would be a waste of time you know? No, that's good so, I like that yeah all
0: right who is your hero and why
1: well for me um, my dad is my hero um, man yeah, he's just my hero. He's been there day one. Well, not just my dad, my parents in general, all and dad. Um, my dad is, uh, yeah, he's been there. He's been such an encouragement in my life. He is um, the embodiment of faithfulness and love. Um, man, I don't want to get emotional, but... Like, it's okay man, to cry, man. A, Real men cry. That's right. I, I, do, I do believe in that but I think my dad might watch this. I don't want him to see me watch, me watch this. He'll <laughs> give me a hard time about it. Um, but, uh, no, I, yeah. I've seen him go through some things, and um, seen our family go through some stuff, and for him to be where he's at, man, it's, yeah, he's just amazing. He, he's such an amazing man. And I don't say that just because he's my dad. If I, if I wasn't his son, I would still think the same thing. He is just, he's he an amazing person. And uh, you can edit this out, but I want to be just like him when I grow up. Because he, he was such a great father to me, to my, my brother and sister. Um, so, yeah, I, I can write, I'm trying to find the words to say to express it. But I mean, he just, he really means a lot to me. He really does, yeah. And I know he's meant a lot to a, a lot of other people. And because of his example, he makes me want to be. And I don't say this arrogantly. I want to be better than him because of how great he is. Yeah, does that make sense? Like, yeah. and he and I know he would say the same thing. I want you to be greater. You know, he, he's told you know all me, my brother, and sister that too. I want you to do better than me. You know, he didn't he didn't live such a you know do such great things or like you know kind of pave the way in a sense for nothing for us to just stay you know wherever he stops. Yeah, you know, like we're supposed to keep going. And uh, so, yeah, yeah I, would, I would say if I was going to talk to him, I would just say thank you for paving the way for us so that we can keep going. Love it, man. Do you uh, do you feel like you're the favorite child? Absolutely. <laughs> Who's in Seminole? <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a <are> fighting. <laughs> <laughs> and I only say that because Ben and Emily aren't here. Yeah. Now, Real- realistically... It's probably Emily, and me and Ben definitely agree on that. (laughs) (laughs) No, your dad is
0: very amazing, man. He has done such a wonderful job at what he does, but not only that, but just helping others. You know, he's helped my wife and I a whole lot, too. So, yeah, I I can definitely see that for sure, man. What about you, Thomas?
2: I'd say Johnny and Michelle Powers. Mm. Yeah. Um, I just love their art for people. Um, I feel like most people don't really see the extent of their heart for people. But, you know, living with them, like, Michelle would be counseling somebody until, like, 1, 2 in the morning sometimes. And, uh, boss, you know, he doesn't really hear that well, so he doesn't really, and he doesn't really love to talk. So he wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't be counseling you until 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. he's a great guy. He really yeah. taught me a lot about being a man and, like, totally. especially about integrity and honor. And the way he lives his life, uh, he backs that up completely. Like, not just in the spotlight, but behind the scenes, too. And uh, it's just been amazing to get to know them. And uh, the way they take people in and, like, uh, the way they just, like, invite you in, I think is amazing.
0: Yeah, definitely. Like, you're, uh, I was going to say your dad, boss. But he's like a dad. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, um... I remember going to uh, uh, Honduras and he called me son. I have not heard son come out of a man's voice again since I was nine years old. And man, eyeballed. Like, it, it was that touching to me. Like, dang, it felt so good, you know? And and he meant it. Mm-hmm. Even to this day, it's like, how's it going, son? Like, man, it feels so good to hear that. Yeah. But, um, like, I call him Pops. I know you guys, you call him Boss, but to me, I was like, man, he's my Pops. Like, that's Pops to me. Yeah, like, yeah. he has done such an amazing job, too. Just mm-hmm. with, you, didn't you have him in youth or no? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So, it's, and you yeah. grew up with him. So, it's just yeah. like, wow, man. Like, this dude makes such an impact. And it could just be him just going over there, giving you a hug. And that's all you need. Mm-hmm. And that's the way he shows his love. It's, it's, yeah. so he's amazing, both of them. Him and Michelle, yeah. both of them. Same with, with Miss Daphne.
2: Yeah.
0: Love Miss Daphne too. Dude. Yeah.
1: She's awesome. You gotta watch it with Boss though. just as much as so cool oh, up, He will cut you down. Oh, <laughs> oh I know. Lovingly, oh, man, he's quick gosh. with the beat
0: the crap <laughs> out of God. you. Yeah. He made fun of me the other day on Sunday. No, not Sunday. Uh, Tuesday. We're in a spirit conference. He's making fun of my nose. I know, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know it's. I know it's big. It's and funny. he was just
1: like. I have to. I haven't seen you in a while, man. So. <laughs> funny story yeah. about us. I have a hoodie in my closet right now, and it has some flowers on it. It's like kind of, a, it's a black hoodie. It has like some flowers on it. Which when I bought it, it was like in style and everything. I wore it to church one time, and Johnny said, "Oh, I didn't know you were cross dressing." <laughs> That's the last time I've ever worn that hoodie. I've never worn it
2: again. <laughs> oh man, yeah. He put oh, yeah. me on black
1: right then. I was just funny, like, yeah. all right. Right. I had it. a tank top under it. I would have went to the bathroom and took it off.
2: <laughs> man, man. Awesome. oh man, living with him. Uh, we watched Dancing with the Stars came on one time. The boss said, "I could do that." <laughs> <laughs> he moonwalked across the entire. Oh room. man, that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. Yeah, man, that is <laughs> great. Dang it,
0: man, that would have been awesome to see. Oh yeah, I love it, I love it. <laughs> All right, man, in here. I have some topics uh, whatever you choose that's what we'll talk about um i really don't even know what's in here but i know there's there's some in here i'm just gonna go ahead and shake it up real quick shake it up
1: one. are we looking at them yeah go ahead and look at them
0: all right what'd you get
1: chris Sex.
0: Sex. All right. What about you, Thomas? Mental health. Mental health. Wow. Some well, topics. yeah, those are some pretty interesting topics.
1: So what uh, do you want to talk about first? When you say sex, is this like male-female sex? Male-female sex. Any kind
0: of sex, really. It can be anything. It's a very broad topic. That's a broad topic. <laughs> yeah, and I've kind of, I did one with Peyton. A while back, it's kind of like maybe my second episode. I don't know if y'all remember that one. So. Uh, we talked about sex, mm-hmm. um, but to me, like we're both married. You're married. You're single, so mm-hmm. it, it's kind of get different perspectives, yeah, you sure. know. So, um, like, <coughs> when I talk like when we bring up sex. Like, yes, like is it marriage thing? Is it before marriage? Because people do it before marriage. Uh, if you're married, spice it up a little bit. Can we bring in, you know, toys, uh, role play? You know, it's just kind of whatever, man. Just whatever y'all want to talk about. No, it's so,
1: just got
0: it's, it's listen. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the only reason why is because you can talk to somebody yeah. and be like, yes, it's okay to bring in a toy or it's okay to kind of spice it up, maybe dress, dress up. Kind of role play others may not agree with that
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that that's why it, this thing can kind of go anywhere definitely. so what you think man what you think
1: about sex well i mean <laughs> straight up sex with, in, in the context of marriage is amazing yeah um, yeah it's exactly what god intended and so there's whenever you're in line with what god intended he did not create anything for destruction, for disaster, for hurt, or for pain. Mm -hmm. So, sex inside of marriage is perfect because God doesn't create anything imperfect. Yeah. Um, So, you know, and and, and marriage, God created marriage to be between a man and a woman, and a man and a woman committed to God and each other through marriage in covenant together. Yeah. Um, And really anything outside of that, you're not in God's playground. Mm -hmm. Straight up, that's sin. Yeah, uh, according to the Bible, according to God, and so that's that's something that is, is extremely clear in the Bible, and extremely clear. Um, with with I, I say extremely clear, it, it it should be extremely clear with Christianity um, that about who God is and what He created. Um, so, yeah. Sex is great in the right context. Yeah. In the right context and what God created it to be. That's good. That's perfect. That's good. What about you, Thomas?
2: I mean, I'm 31. I'm still a virgin. <laughs> so uh, There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I mean, I've had chances, but <laughs> no. We don't uh, need to hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think... I think sex should definitely still be reserved for marriage. Uh, I know there's a, like a huge movement going on where like people are talking about, well, I grew up in purity culture and mm-hmm. and how uh, like how harmful it was that yeah. you couldn't wait. But um, I'm just I'm here to let you know that you can wait. Mm-hmm. Um, it is hard. That <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, I just think. I, I agree with Chris. In the right context, it's great. Um, the way I've always learned it was that it's like a fire. And if you put it in a fireplace, in the right context, it's great. But outside of a fireplace, it can burn your house down. Yeah, like on the couch, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, I think, the house so yeah, that's good. My Never sex ed came and told us that. Junior <laughs> <laughs> high and always remember right. yeah. yeah, yeah. Now that's uh, good.
0: That's yeah. good. Okay, so what about like bringing in toys? You're married, Chris.
1: How? Like, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Oh man! If y'all know me, y'all know I hate talking about this kind of stuff. <laughs> and then, hey, that's why you got the this topic. This is so funny. That's why you oh, got the man. topic. And, um, and I know that this is. Yeah, it can be kind of uncomfortable. I'm gonna. It's, it's good. I'm gonna somewhat plead the fifth, um, because me and Gabby have been married for three years, um, and I, re- I want to respect Gabby. I don't want to share too much or overshare. I've learned that. For yeah. Sure you never overshare. Say something without permission. You know that kind of thing. Not that I'm I'm whipped or anything. But you no, know, I'm, I, I'm respecting Gabby. And, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go back and say in the right context. It's good. Yeah. In the right context, what God created is perfect.
2: What about you, Thomas? I mean, I'm not married, but I feel like it all comes down to communication. Mm-hmm. Um, like. If y'all can communicate openly and effectively and decide between yourselves what you would want to do or not want to do, um, I think that's what marriage is about, is communication. And if y'all, if one decides that you want to do it and the other decides not to, I think that you should respect each other's wishes. Mm -hmm.
0: No, that's good, man. That's communication. Yeah. Communication is very key when it comes, like, when you're in marriage, man. Especially, yeah, with sex. Like, it... Mm -hmm. It doesn't even have to be about sex. not
1: just like anything. Anything, in yeah. Man, it's all comes down to yeah. communication. Yeah, not just what is said, but how it's said. Like, yeah, yeah. Like when when you're saying something, like timing mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. No, it definitely, man. You're it's exactly right.
0: all about communication. Yeah. Man. So the answers are awesome. Like, I don't feel like there's anything wrong or anything bad that you said. Like, it, I love what you said. You respect Gabby. That's good. Mm-hmm. That, that's very good. Um, I know um, when it comes to porn you allow that in your relationship or no? Mm-hmm. You no, know, That's good. That's good because yeah. you, you ha- I know I've talked to people mm-hmm. that say, well yeah, they allow it in their re- relationship because it's them too. Yeah.
2: You
1: mm-hmm.
0: know, like well no I think it's a good thing to me. I'm like no, no, it's not a good thing.
2: I'm not Mm -hmm. married, but I've seen a lot of marriages collapse because of that issue. Yes, yeah. And people my age are on their second, third marriage. But one thing that I've always told people is if you allow it, uh, it's not going to get smaller. It's going to get bigger. Mm -hmm. No, that's good. That's good. Um, Masturbation.
0: What are are y'all's thoughts on that? Like as in? You
1: know man or whatever woman like what is your thoughts on that i mean it it opens the door to lust and especially i mean single it again opens the door to lust opens the door to a lot of sin a lot of things that god did not intend god does not is not the author of or the creator of that kind of stuff um god did give us sexual desires but he also gave us a way to fulfill those sexual desires Mm -hmm. The context of marriage, yeah. So, even in marriage, in the context of marriage, it's not, it you don't need it, you know, yeah. So, it's and again, it opens that door to sin. And, like Thomas said, like once you feed it just you know, this, this, whatever, then eventually it's just going to turn into something and you can't control. Mm-hmm. Then you really need some help, and then it starts affecting people around you, and you know, it's just it's. And if you've ever been in in that, like it's, and it's hell. Like it, it, you feel choked, like trapped, man. Because I, I dealt with that in high school. Like it's just one of those things where I feel like every man has probably dealt with that. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's just like it's, and nobody it, likes. Nobody to, wants to be there, honestly. No,
0: nobody, and they're not
1: even that. It's like when you're
0: in that place, it's hard for you to open up because it's like. Okay, what do they gonna
1: think of me? Yeah, like shame comes into think, it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, because yeah. realistically, everybody knows that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Deep down, and it's not. put taking God outside of it, you know, that this isn't right. Yeah, this isn't right. It may feel good, but this isn't right. Yeah, and that's the, that's what that's what Satan distorts is whenever we're led by our feelings, then then it, then we can try to justify it. Whenever we're led by God, our feelings don't justify anything. Those desires, they don't justify anything. Yeah. And it's always being led by God, by the word of God. So, no, that's good. In the context of marriage, like I said, I just kind of keep coming back to that. In the context of marriage, what God created is perfect. And you don't need anything else. Yeah. You don't need anything else outside of that context.
0: No, that's true. That's true. Like, um, when it comes to being intimate, like, people would think, okay, it's got to be a sexual thing. Mm-hmm. No. You know, being intimate with my wife didn't have to be sexual. Mm -hmm. It could just be us just communicating, opening up, like, babe, hear my heart. Like, this is Mm -hmm. is what I'm dealing with. You know, like that right there is, it kind of goes a long way. Like, it goes a whole lot. Like, a long, long way to me. But, I don't know. What
2: about you, Thomas? I mean, I've never met another guy that has not masturbated so i feel like uh i feel like it's kind of honestly it's healthy in a way like especially through puberty like you're getting to know your body like you're you're not gonna not do it basically like every every guy is going to i'm not sure i can't say every guy (laughs) every guy i've ever talked to is going to
0: yeah
2: um but i think it it's important even at a young age to set boundaries like Mm -hmm. uh as far as like Especially, like, if you have to watch something to do it, or, um, you know, because that can we, that can leads to an addiction to pornography, um, and, I mean, I don't know, I feel like everybody's kind of, like, like different, some have, like, everybody has, like, different sex drives, and, like...
0: Yeah, and, and well, you, you talked about, you know, uh, okay, watching something to do it, mm-hmm. okay, what if and I know you're not married, but you are. What if, like, they, your wife said, okay, it's okay to do it as long as you're thinking of me. Then what? To well, me, okay, I'm like... Mom, Gabby would never say that. Well, yeah, I know that. I know that. Okay, like, and I know my wife, I mean, she wouldn't say that either. Yeah, but yeah, there are people, there that are men out there yeah. that are like, it's okay because I'm thinking of my wife when I do it. But are you? Well, if like, somebody
1: ever said that to me, I would... Say you are you're lying to me. You're not. Yeah. Because in that moment, your eyes are what you're focusing on, and not not your thoughts. Does that make sense? Like, what you see is is Lord right then. That's what you're focused on, and so that you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You're lying. Yeah. I mean, so I, I think
2: ain't. if you can't go a week without it, then there's a problem. Exactly. Oh yeah. <laughs> definitely. yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and really, that would break my heart to know of somebody in that situation. I don't know if anybody in that situation where the spouse allows that or, you know, think of me, whatever. That would break my heart because, like you said, intimacy. Man, that just breaks intimacy up. And that opens the door to, like, jealousy, to strife, to, man, so much stuff that, again, God didn't intend. Yeah. If you say in the context of, of God's per- perfect creation of sex... Then you're not going to be hurt by it. Mm-hmm. You won't be, uh, you know, you won't feel used by it. Yeah, because that's a big thing too. Like sex before marriage, a lot of people just feel used. Specifically, like some, uh, like females, they they feel used because you know that, typically that's what a man wants is just to get to that point and then thank you, see you later. You know, and that's that breaks my heart because that again, that's not what God intended. And yeah. There's so much heartbreak in that and so much. Abuse that is straight-up abuse, mm-hmm. you know, and that's it. it's that you know, you know, you, you were just used no and that and that's crazy because I know When you're younger
0: when I was younger, it's like, oh, yeah, man I got me some of that. Yeah, You know, I got me some of that back then it was oh, that's my boy That's my boy, oh, yeah, you know, it celebrated. and it's and then now you've grown yeah. up. I have a daughter. I have daughters. Yeah, and it's like No, you ain't yeah. touching my daughter. Yeah, like not at all. So to know like how guys are, and, and I'm pretty sure they still are like that. Oh right. yeah. So it's just kind of like, dude, if you only knew, man. It's just to wait, yeah. wait till you're married. Wait, yeah. so much better. I'm telling you, like it's just like the intimate, the the connection, everything, man. Like it's just you're one yeah. with your wife, and it's just it's amazing.
1: Dude, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. And to, to kind of speak to somebody that's uh, maybe dealing with this, where they're like, you know, I want to be married. I have these desires. Um, lean on the Word of God and the Spirit of God. That's that's what I would say to you. Just lean on Him because in those moments, the the Bible says that uh, you're never because you could be you know have the argument. Well, I was tempted and I have these desires. God gave me these desires, so I need to do something. With them. Not necessarily because really outside of the context of marriage it's sin and which comes from temptation from the enemy and so whenever you're tempted the Bible says that um, you will not be tempted outside of your means God will always provide a way out always so if you're conscious of looking for that way out that God's providing then you're not going to trip up you're not going to stumble and if anybody has outside of the context of marriage or whatever there is no shame there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus all things are made new whenever you accept jesus all things so it doesn't your past doesn't matter your your desires don't matter anything like that you are a brand new creation that doesn't mean your thoughts change immediately that's why we have the word of god to transform our minds to renew our minds yeah you know and but
2: but yeah that's what i would say to
1: somebody is like man there's no shame in any mistakes once you accept jesus god doesn't look at that anymore yeah Oh, he doesn't look at you anymore. So you you aren't your past. You're not you know those desires. You're not uh, God. God isn't withholding anything from you. You know that kind of thing. So God has somebody for everybody. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Um,
0: do y'all remember you alls sex talk? Like say like
1: with, like with, with your the, with your dad. Okay. Do you remember that? Um. I yeah. <laughs> I don't really remember word for word I do remember a like a, I mean really a conversation kind of like what we're having of like sex outside of marriage is not what God intended and basically here's the pros and cons of that The and, and I say pros and cons of waiting you know for marriage the cons being um, if you don't do that if you do decide to have premarital sex or whatever. There's a lot of heartbreak in it. There's a lot of commitment issues. There's a lot of things that, that the enemy will open a door to. You're opening a door to the enemy because of these. And, and it wasn't like you know this is the male body, this is the female body. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't nothing like that. But it was like waiting until marriage. And then also it was also kind of wrapped up in dating. You know why why dating is important. You know. The, the purpose of it um, and like, the boundaries, setting boundaries, that kind of thing. So it wasn't like a, it wasn't a sex ed class. Yeah. If you know my dad, you know, he, he gets uncomfortable <laughs> talking like this sometimes too. So like, it wasn't nothing like, there's a lot of things that, you know, kind of had to learn for myself, mm. you know, and it wasn't in the healthiest ways, but it is, it is what it is. And I'm just, like I said at the beginning, I'm just so thankful for God. Yeah. Because God's mercy Man, his grace covers. It doesn't ever, God's grace doesn't exfoliate. You know, it doesn't bring anything to the surface. It just covers. And, you know, I'm just so thankful for Jesus covering, you know, any mistake. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely.
0: What about you, Thomas? My sex talk? sex talk? Yeah.
2: Kind of. I just remember it was awkward. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all I really was it like, remember. Huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm it was design. like the birds and the bees talk, kind of. But, like, I don't even really all the way remember. I just remember feeling so uncomfortable. Mm. Like I'd rather be anywhere else. <laughs> in that moment.
0: No. Uh, I remember mine. Um, and I don't know why I remember it so clearly. But we um, were at my grandma's house. It's pretty much like I had my uncles there, aunts, aunts there, cousins and stuff. And my mom had told my aunt, hey, you need to talk to Jeremy about sex. She goes over there, she pulls me to the side, and she was like, okay, let me tell you about the birds and the bees. I said, okay, hold on. I already know about sex. And she's like, like, she like, what? I'm not a virgin. She's like, what? I'm not a virgin. She's like, so she called my uncle. My uncle went over there,
2: and I love my uncle,
0: man. He is, ah, I love him to death. Um, actually, I love him to life. Um, <laughs> His sex talk was, make sure you strap twice and have fun. <laughs> and wow! So it's very different. Yeah. The uh, the culture. Yeah. Not even that. It's just of how we're raised. It's very different when it comes to sex, you know. And yeah. now I know, I know, the outcome. You know, I know what could happen. Yeah. I know the truth. So it's like I know, but I I know what can happen. Like. I know both sides, I guess. Yeah. You know, I didn't have a dad. Didn't have a dad to teach me about sex and teach me how to, about anything. Yeah. You know, so I had uncles. You know, and kind of how it went. Back then, I was like, dang, okay. Now I think about it, I'm like,
1: that's not good. Yeah. (laughs) But that's how it was for me. Gabby had a friend growing up that she was close with. Uh, She grew up in Germany. And, uh, she had a friend that they her. They were European, obviously living in Germany, um, and so this her her friend's parents celebrated her having sex when she was 16, 15, and celebrated that. Wow. And would wow. ask her questions like that. that Gabby's friend questions like, you know, have y'all had sex yet? Have y- have y'all done anything yet? And in a, in a form of celebration. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that, so so it's out there. Yeah. You know, it, it's out there for sure. Yeah, and so it's, But just because it's out there and just because everybody else is doing it, that does not make it right. Yeah. It doesn't make it right. That's true. So. That's true. That's so I'm glad true. you added that perspective that is, you know, looking back, it, it's yeah. a little twisted. Yeah, know, it like is. It I mean, it's di- like, I wouldn't tell my son that. Right, you know,
0: like well, not even my daughter is like, "Oh, man, your twice," you know? Yeah. Heck, no! Like, I'm slap that dude. <laughs> like, seriously, don't even, don't even think yeah, about it. Yeah, don't even
1: go there. Yeah.
0: you know, and uh, I actually, and Ebony's probably gonna hate me for this, but she brought over a guy. We didn't have dinner. We were supposed to have dinner, but he had to go to band practice or something. She really likes this dude, and I asked him, I was like, man, you a virgin?" <laughs> kind of looks at me like, and then looks at Ebony, he's like. No. Okay. You know, I, I just wanted to know. Yeah. I want to know? I mean, because you never know. Like, I want to know where your mind is at when you look at my daughter. Yeah. Where is your head? Do you think that you you're just going to come in here and like, I'm just going to take advantage of this girl? Like, heck, no. That's not yeah. going to happen. And I'm going to try my best to do what I can and let Ebony know. Like, hey, don't believe everything Man. men say. Like guys boys say they can say oh you're just the prettiest thing in the world to get that all only want one thing i know I was, I was there you know and if i don't continue to do that if i don't continue to pour out my heart into my daughter's my daughter's life there comes this boy that will and then she's going to believe everything so it's just
1: that what i just saw you explain and like that conversation, that story, that is a perfect picture of what God does with us with mm-hmm. his children. He's like, No, like, you know, he he's like looking out for us, trying to protect us. No, that's not that's not right. But in the end, to an extent, it's Ebony's choice. Yes. It, it's it's our choice. Yeah. God can send you warning signals all of you, but it's your choice. Yeah, and it, and what's crazy, like you just made me think of stuff too, is
0: you have and not to say this kid's the devil or anything, but mm-hmm. You have this kid, and you can picture him as like the serpent, speaking these sweet, yeah. sweet words. Sounds enticing. Sounds, sounds like good. oh wow, like this. Yeah, that could be awesome. Boy loves me. Mm. No, you don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what love is, right? At all. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Like it, it's, yeah, it's out there. Mm-hmm. It's out there. But like you said, it's it actually just comes down to mm-hmm. your choice. Mm-hmm. What's up, everybody? My name is Jeremy Duran, host of the No Holds podcast. I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Follow us on social media. Subscribe on YouTube. We are also on iTunes and Spotify. And remember, love is key. Peace.